0: Lord God, be with the study of your word. May your words be life to us. In your son's name we pray. Amen. This morning we are studying John chapter 5. Uh, John chapter 5, verses 1 through 9. Uh, it can be found in the back of your worship bulletin right there. Uh, and uh, we want to focus a little bit this morning and start our... our um, start our study here at john chapter 5 verse 6 if you would read this with me when jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had already been there a long time he said to him do you want to be healed so uh, there is a a man they actually uh, know where this area is in jerusalem even today Uh, and so this man was lying there for 38 years uh, and so, what we know from scripture is normally 40 years is called a lifetime uh, based on how many years that the children of Israel were in the desert. They were in there 40 years. So, basically, going on that, 40 years is about a lifetime. This guy was lying on his back for 38 years almost entire lifetime. He wasn't 38 years old, he had been paralyzed. For 38 years and so each and every day uh, he would just lie there no one to to go and help him up Uh, so for 38 years he would literally uh have the same view nothing would change nothing would change until one day a man he did not know had no clue who he was uh, and he wanted to to ask him are you wanting a change in your life You want to change because the change means if you're not paralyzed, you have to go find a job. You have to support yourself. Do you really want to change if your life is going to somehow be different? do you want to be able to stand up and see people eye to eye do you want to go and do something and talk to people around here because the change is going to be different and so we look at john chapter five verse eight jesus said to him what get up take your bed and walk so I really wanted to know a little bit more about this and this word. Uh, so we're looking at the English um, here, just to be different. Uh, is This is the Greek. This is the original language. Here's what Jesus says, literally to him. This is what he says to this man. I want to take a look, uh, at even as, as, as you're looking at the entire uh, verse there, I just want to take a look at one word. I want to take a look at one word. This word. Has it been seared in your brain yet? Will you remember it? This is uh, the idea that agarai, agarai, agarai. And so I wanted to take a look. This is the word, we translate it get up. But it has a a much um, more uh, important implication here. So I looked at, at different places that it was used. And very interesting from Matthew chapter 28. He is not here for he has. I wonder what Greek word was used here. From Mark chapter 16, and he said to him, Do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He has. I wonder what Greek word was used here. From Luke chapter 24, and they rose that same hour and returned to Jerusalem, and they found the eleven and those who were with them gathered together, saying, The Lord has. It's almost like being there on, on the first Easter. He has risen indeed. I wonder what Greek word is used there. All three different places use this one word that Jesus says: get up, he's rise. And not just, hey, take your time. The, the the sense of the Greek word is right here, right now, get up. Your life has now changed. I want you to take what you have been lying on for 38 years, and I want to take it, you're going to take it with you somewhere. You're going to take it with you. Uh, And so when we take a look at that, at once the man was healed, and he took up his bed and walked. Now that day was the Sabbath. Is this guy going to get in trouble? (laughs) This was the Sabbath. Uh, If you think that this guy isn't going to get in trouble... But what a beauty it is. Jesus, did you not know that you're not supposed to heal on the Sabbath day? Does anyone have a problem here with change? We're in a Lutheran church. I just want to make sure that we're all okay with this word, change. Uh, Because um, this man, after 38 years of people seeing him lying on the ground, takes up this mat and starts walking with it. At once you should say, Isn't that the guy that just, every single day he's right in the same place? The problem is, after 38 years, this man starts walking around, and who has a problem with it? The religious leaders. The people who who try to quote the Bible. You can't do that. Jesus says, I just did. And so not only that, he's carrying around what Jesus did for him. it's, It's not that he's just people can see that can you imagine what are you doing you're not supposed to do any work this is the Sabbath can you imagine what what kind of a, a, a symbol that is for him to people do you know what you're doing yeah I know what I'm doing I laid on this for for 38 years, not being able to move. Can I tell you about the man? I don't know his name. He just comes up to me and says, raise up, rise, get going. You're supposed to continue to walk with this and continue to walk. I know it's a Sabbath day. I just can't help it. This guy just told me to walk. And for the first time in 38 years, I can walk. And if I have to carry this around and for everybody to ask me, What the Lord did for me, just because I'm going to carry my bed around, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to glorify God. So the question is, are you wanting a change in your life? Are you wanting a change in your life? Because the problem is, does everyone like things exactly the same? Does everyone eat manna every day the same? Where Our bodies are geared for some of the same things. Our minds are geared for the same thing. For us to notice that a change happens. There was a change that happens. Sometimes it's in the baptismal waters. Sometimes it's, it's away from here. But when God gets a hold of us, there is a change that happens. We walk in the newness of life. Paul says that when uh, we become a believer, when the Holy Spirit comes and, and grabs a hold of us, we are a new creation, The old has passed, and the new has come. And there's a change there that happens because of the Holy Spirit. It's not that what you did, it's what the Holy Spirit did for you. And so it's it's kind of like David. It's like, what do I do? Is my cup half full or half empty? It's not either of those. It's erupting. It's overflowing. What God has created in me is spilling out to everyone I meet. And David, especially David, had a small problem with that because he he knew something about himself. He knew deep down inside he needed someone more in his life. And it's only because of the Holy Spirit that he could really out and live. And he struggled with who he was as a person. He knew that, that he was not right before God. And yet he wrote his letters, God, I need you. He would question God at the very beginning of that chapter. But by the end saying, Lord God, I know my place. And I want to stand before you one day. I want to stand before you one day, the act of standing, so that I can get on my knees and literally look at you and say, I lived out a life to give you glory. And so when we talk about our, our, our life in heaven, I want to look at God's face to be able to say to him, I used what you gave me, Lord, to your glory. Let's pray. Uh, Lord God, Heavenly Father, on this day, on this day, we remember, Lord, that we are here by what you have done for us. And Lord God, that is a struggle because we have our own battles in our minds, in our life. Lord God, hopefully we have come here in this place because that is what we need to help battle with us. We ask you to do the battling for us, Lord, on our hands and our knees. And this day we thank you, Lord, for the men and women in the service. We thank you for those, Lord, that have secured our freedom, that we can simply stand here and meet here today as free men and women. Lord God, help us never forget that, that by your mighty hand, you lead us. In your Son's name we pray. Amen.